Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative and is scheduled for one fall. And on the mic, we have the one and only Robert Latow. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take the wave from your boy. Messing with your boy, better pray for your boy. It's Robert Latow. Keep that same energy podcast. Let's get to the opening bell. The NBA season is over. It's an interesting one. Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks have won the NBA championship. He went to Chick-fil-A. Got him a 50-piece after the championship. I used to call it Chick-fil-A. For a long time, I didn't get Chick-fil-A because when I was in, was that in high school, maybe college, whatever the case, I got one of them chicken sandwiches and I got like terrible food poisoning. Now, it's probably because the mall was a little hood that I got it from. It was a, it was a, a chick fila in the hood mall. It almost killed me. And I think for probably like 10, 15 years, I never had any chick uh, fila. You know, Giannis talked about, you know, not wanting to do it with a super team and, and things of that nature. But but here's the situation with that. Just Just so you know, super teams are not going away. Uh, there are going to be what I like to call some anomaly seasons where a super team is going to have an injury or injuries and that will allow a team like the Toronto Raptors, the Phoenix Suns, the Bucks uh, to, to win a championship here and there. So, so that will happen. I mean, you saw it with the Warriors. The, the Warriors had... You know, Kevin Durant for, you know, four seasons. Or was it four or three? It was the, he, they won two. I think it was three. You know, they won two. You know, one was pretty easy. They kind of coasted through one. Didn't have any problems, no injuries or anything like that. The other one, they, they had, you know, Steph was hurt a little bit. You know, the, the Rockets had him on the ropes, but then Chris Paul got hurt. They, they had to work for that one. And then the last one, you know, Kevin Durant gets hurt. Clay gets hurt. You know, and they lose to the Raptors. You know, this season, even the bubble season, you know, the Lakers, you know, caught some breaks. I mean, the Heat were not fully healthy when they played them. And I'll be honest with you, you know, in retrospect, you know, there's a lot of discussion on if it's, was it harder to win in the bubble? Or, or not? Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't. I'm not, I'm not taking away their championship or anything. It's just seeing crowds back, having to win on the road. You know, nobody's chanting while you hit, you, you try to shoot your free throws. Nobody's counting down 1 to 10. You don't got all those people just going crazy inside. I, I'm sorry. That just makes it's It's like a pickup game. They playing at the YMCA. I mean, they still get credit for winning the Lakers, but it's a YMCA ring. I'm just being honest. But once again, you know the 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 Heat wasn't healthy, and that that helped the 
the Lakers win the championship because, you know, Anthony Davis is always gimpy, but he, he made it all the way through. You know, this season, a lot of people got hurt. You know, Kyrie, uh, Jamal Murray, um, you know, Anthony Davis, you know. So, you know, hell, even the Bucks. I mean, even Giannis missed a couple of games, and they thought maybe he had towards ACL. So a lot of it is luck, along with talent and determination. You know, Kevin Durant's uh, half an inch from sending the Bucks home. A lot of it is just circumstances and this happened, that happened. So so the super teams are going to stay. And there are going to be teams, you know, like the Bucks, like the Suns, you know, maybe like the Nuggets that are more homegrown. And if a super team stays healthy for the most part, it'll be very hard to beat. It's going to be very hard to beat a team that has Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving 100% healthy. But, you know, things happen. And when things happen, you got to take advantage of it. And Giannis uh, took advantage of it. So good for him. You know, and it was weird because we had just talked about this stuff with um, Otani on the last podcast where Stephen A. Smith got in trouble for saying he couldn't be the face of baseball because he needed an interpreter. So... It was odd to me that you would see someone like Emmanuel Ocho say that Giannis can't be the face because he's Nigerian and that people can't relate to him because they don't know his mama like LeBron. The reason someone like LeBron is is, is considered the face of the NBA, first, he's been in the league for like 20 years. He's been a star for like 20 years. He's been a winner for like 20 years. He's been in 10 finals. <laughs> That you become a face, the whole point of like face of a league, face of a franchise, is that people see you all the time. So, you know, Steph Curry became a face of the league because the Warriors got really good. The reason that we know Draymond Green is because he's on the Warriors, not because I'm not saying he's not good or anything, but if Draymond Green played with the Pistons, he he wouldn't be the face of anything. He wouldn't be getting these endorsements. He wouldn't be getting these opportunities. It's because he's on a good team. So anybody could be the face of a league if they're on a good team that wins. And TNT and ESPN decides to show their games. You know, the reason that Luka is because they always talk about Luka. But you see Trey Young got a little run. And they, hey, man, the, the Hawks are as, as good, if not better, than the Mavs has nothing to do with with your, your ethnic origin or anything like that. Who cares? People, Hakeem Olajuwon was the face. Yo, Dirk was a face. Doesn't matter where you're from. Can you ball or can you not? You know, I don't know who Dirk Nowitzki's mom is. <laughs> that doesn't really have anything to do with, you know, if he's the face of it. So, Emmanuel Ocho, let, let's, just, let's just be honest. He's a guy that He's one of those guys that, you know, he he's smart in the sense that he's intelligent as a like book smart. Like, you know, he, he he has the degrees, you know, he has the vocabulary and stuff like that. But a lot of times there's no depth to what he's saying. It it almost sounds like he just reading off a script. Like he wrote it down earlier. He said, This sounds really, really good. 
and it literally means nothing uh, at all. <laughs> so just because you didn't embrace your Nigerian roots, just because you didn't know anything about black people until you got to college, he said, you don't know anything, and, and all of a sudden you, you want to have uncomfortable conversations with a black man, but you, you don't really understand what it's like to be a black man. You said that yourself. You know, really, you're just a black guy that white people feel comfortable with. That really should be the name of the book. I'm a black guy that white people feel comfortable with. I'm a black guy that white people can go to and say, I feel bad about racism, even though they're still practicing it. But you will put their message out there and they can get over their white guilt. You can tell them that it's not it's not it's not bad. You're okay. I still love you. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean that's the guy that you are. I mean, let's let's just be honest. We just have to keep it real. You you're the one that says, "Oh, I don't tell people, you know, where I'm. I tell people I'm from Dallas. I don't tell people I'm from wherever I am in Nigeria. You know, I changed my name around because you know I felt you know having my Nigerian roots name, you know, would have held me back." I mean, that, that's, you know, that's you. You can't put that off on everybody else. And the people starting to see through that facade. But, you know, like I said, as long as you're a black man that makes white people feel uh, comfortable, you always get paid. You always make some big money. So he, he's going to be, he's going to be fine. But I, you know, I, I, I hated to see all the injuries, but I thought it was a good year. That was a good, solid uh, NBA season. It was exciting. I like when new people get into the spotlight. I like when we see new faces. It doesn't bother me when we see super team versus super team. Like I'm not ever going to be mad if you see LeBron versus Steph. Like LeBron versus Kawhi, you know, whatever it may be. You know, I, I like that too. But there's nothing wrong with New faces because here's the thing. Everybody plays for a finite amount of time. There will become there will be a time where there's no LeBron, no Steph, no Clay, no James, no KD. And that's, you know, coming within the next, you know, five to ten years. And you gotta have new people ready to carry the mantle. You gotta have your Giannis's. You gotta have your your Devin Bookers. Kardashian curse still in effect. That's important. One other thing. And uh, we did the NBA Finals basically on Zoom uh, this year. They're still, you know, because they're still, we'll talk about the Rona in a little bit. But they're still a little iffy about letting everybody in into the media room. So most most people did the, the Finals that normally would be there. They did it on the Zooms. And the questions are still terrible. It, it is amazing to me that journalists who are normally good in whatever they do, be it print or online or radio or TV, for whatever reason can't seem to just ask a regular normal question in an interview setting. And Rachel Nichols uh, up there. <laughs> She had to go in the, she had to do the interviews in the in the press conference room because, you know, they, they banned her from all the other stuff. You know, she asked Chris Paul, how does it feel? Like a psychiatrist. 
You know, it's just, the questions are just awful. They're just terrible. And it's been like that as long as I've been in the business. Just terrible, terrible questions. Every year. Every single year. Every single year. But good season, though. Good season. I think, uh, I think Giannis, when you get that one title in that one city, you can stay there forever. It doesn't matter if you win any, win anymore. You got the one, and, and especially the way he got it, the, in the dominant way he got it. He never has to leave. He his his he, his legacy is pretty much cemented. No matter if he doesn't win any championships at all anymore. That that like I said, that's the Dirk thing. Once you win one in a certain place, you can just you can just stay there forever. But. I get the feeling, if not immediately, uh, he will be back in the final. He's only 26 years old. And he seems like the type that's going to keep developing that game. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in a couple. Might win two or three down the road. I don't think immediately because people are still teaming up to you know go against the one superstar team. But eventually, I think he'll be in a couple more. What in the blue hell? You should be applauding Dwayne Haskins. You should be. I know you're clowning him. I know you're clowning him. Man had a tough week last week. And and there are some points of it that should be clowned. And we'll get to those in a second. But he should be applauded because... Nine times out of ten, if somebody knocks your tooth out, you're swinging back. But he showed restraint. And that's the reason that he's still on the NFL roster right now. No matter what the social media conversations would have been, if he would have hit back, it wouldn't have mattered. He would have been out the NFL. And that would have been it. Now, you know, he still has an opportunity with the Steelers. You know, if he does everything that he's supposed to do, then when Big Ben finally retires, then maybe he has an opportunity um, to redeem himself. Now, yeah, he should be clowned for paying the 20K to the IG model who friend-zoned him and then asked for the money back. Here's the thing, don't, you know, look, I, you know, if you, if you blow through 20K, hey, I understand, but... It's better just to let it go than to have your text messages all on the timeline. And, you know, a lot of people are trying to tell Dwayne, you know, brother, you may not want to be dealing with these certain type of ladies. You're marrying a lady that knocks your tooth out, that's fighting with you. That's a toxic relationship. Normally doesn't get better. I'm not saying that it it just always it doesn't work. I mean, Ray Rice and his lady still together. They had a, a toxic, violent relationship. But the majority of the time, if you're fighting with each other like that, it's not going to work out for you. The brother really just needs to focus on football. Like, that would be my advice uh, to him. You just got to focus on football. Like, the women are always going to be there. Always. You don't have to worry about that. You're a quarterback in the NFL. 
doesn't matter if if you just ride the bench. They're always gonna be there. You just you know let's just chill out in Vegas. Let's chill out the club. Let's focus on football. Just just watch a little Netflix. You know, watch a little Hulu. Just go go to the gym. You know, work on your skills. Try to soak up as much information as you can. Get that playbook. Go home and, and watch a little Netflix. There's like a thousand streaming channels now. A lot of stuff to watch. A lot of documentaries. Get on YouTube. A lot of documentaries. My brother, just do that. You want you? You're still young. What's your ass? Twenty three? Twenty four? Got plenty of time for all of the other stuff. Plenty of time. The Injustice League. We are talking vaccines. Obviously, we need to have a little educational chat about vaccines. America's a very dumb country. It's a very stupid country. You know, we have become a powerhouse from bullying, more or less. From being bullies. Not for being, you know, good people or smart people. We, we've become what we've become because we're bullies. America is a bully. You know, bullies don't have to be smart to get ahead. We're a bully country. And it's, it's odd to me that we take shots at other countries. And we're no better than them. We really not. We really not. It took me a minute because it's all brainwashing. It took me a minute to realize that. It's funny. You know the way you know how I figured it out? It wasn't through school, because school is is built for US propaganda, right? So it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't high school, it wasn't college. You know when I started figuring it out? I'll be honest with you. I started reading these books, right? And they wasn't like history books or anything like that. Because once again, if the books are made by Americans, they're propaganda books. They were actually like spy books, like Jason Bourne style books, Jack Reacher, Mitch Rapp. And a lot of those books have to do with foreign policy and and you know they're assassins and they're going overseas and stuff. And if you read enough of those books, you start learning about you know some of the cultures of China and Afghanistan and Russia and all of that stuff. And don't get me wrong, at the end you know America always wins, and the other guys are the terrorists and things of that nature. But as you get a bigger picture of what's going on in the world and how those countries are ran. Because they're trying to, in those type of books, they're trying to show an accurate portrayal of communism, of evil, of terrorism, and stuff like that. When you read that, and then you take a step back <laughs> and start thinking about some of the things that America does on a daily basis, and you're like, wait a minute. Seems a lot like the stuff that they're talking about in these books that these other countries do. We're a bully. We're a terrible country. We don't have a very good educational system. For whatever the reason, people 
people think vaccines are a cure. So now the argument is, you know, if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, you know, personally, I don't really care what you do. You have to do what's best for you. There are there are side effects to everything, right? You you've been up late, and you watch the shows. Of, I mean, you watch the commercials about Viagra and mesothelioma, and all of this other stuff. Acid reflex. There there's side effects to everything. So if you don't want to take certain things because it has a side effect, I I had no problem, you know, with that. And any type of vaccination can have a potential side effects. I remember one time, like I'm not big on the flu shot. And you say, well, why, why aren't you big on the flu shot, Rob? Do you not want to get the flu? Well, one time I, I, when I was working at the call center back in the day, I, they was giving away f- free flu shots. You know, me never wanting to take anything away, you know, that's free. <laughs> you know, I don't want to turn nothing down that's free. I got me a flu shot. And I caught the flu. It was terrible. I felt horrible. I'm like, yeah, you know, I caught the flu. I'm not, I'm okay on them flu shots. So if you're a person that says, you know something, you know, I'm going to be careful. You know, I'm a little leery of the COVID vaccine. You know, they had to get it out real fast because, you know, we couldn't stay shut down forever. You know, I want to wait it out a little bit, get a little more testing, see what these side effects are. I have no problem with that. I really don't. I'm not one of I'm not one of those type of people that's gonna yell and scream at you and tell you what to do. You're grown. You're grown men and women. You don't have to do anything. Now here's the key point in all this. You don't have to do anything. Now, depending on what you do in life, those there's gonna be some sort of rules in place, right? And at that point, you're going to have to make a decision, right? Now, for me personally, like right now, you know, I'm, I'm working from home. I'm, I'm writing my stories. I'm not really going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. So if I want to get the vaccine or don't want to get the vaccine, really has no consequence to me. Personal choice. No consequence. I make my choice. There is no consequences. Now, let's say I wanted to actually travel and go do the NBA Finals, uh, you know, last couple of weeks. They had rules in place. If you wasn't vaccinated, you couldn't get on the bus, you couldn't stay at the hotel, you couldn't sit in the press, you know, like they had rules. The rules were in place. If you wanted to cover this, that's what you had to do. So that's not unusual in life. To have rules, okay? You have your, your job has a lot of rules. Some jobs, hey, you work, do they still have like you work at Walmart? You gotta take a, like make sure you're not, you know, on drugs. You can choose to smoke weed or cocaine or crack, but they may stop you from getting your Target job. That's just the rules, right? So the NFL made some rules and they made the rules in a way because they have very good lawyers that doesn't prevent you from making free choice. It just hurts your team. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't get the vaccine 
and an outbreak happens from an unvaccinated player, you don't get paid. Is it fair? Probably not, but those are the rules. I mean, that's, that's what's happening. And here's the thing about the NFL. It's like, you have a player's union. They already agreed to it. Maybe if you didn't have such a trash players union, you wouldn't have to be all upset about it. Once again, you don't have to do anything. If you're DeAndre Hopkins or Cole Beasley or Leonard Fournette, you don't have to do anything. The, the, the assistant coach with the Vikings said, I'm not doing it. They said, okay, see you later. Do you want to give up six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars a year, health care benefits and all of this stuff? Do you want to be without a job because you don't want to take a shot? It's your choice. You have a choice. Now, the problem that I have is that at times, that's fine. You got a choice. It's okay, right? Just don't say stupid stuff, right? You know, like Cole Beasley is like, well, well vaccinating others. Vaccinated people are, are, are catching the Rona. And a vaccinated person who has the Rona can pass it along. Well, it's the same thing like the flu shot. You still get the flu and sneeze on somebody and give them the flu. The point of a vaccine is to slow things down. It's not a cure. It's like any other medicine that you get over the counter. If you have a headache and you take Tylenol, you know, it, it may help. It may not. <laughs> you know, the headache may linger. It may not. It may take care of it. It may take an hour. It may take nine. It may persist. It's a detriment. It's to help. So, yeah, it's possible. The thing is, we're talking about percentages. We're talking about percentages. That's all. The NFL, like, it's, it's, it's more unlikely that a vaccinated person is going to spread the virus, going to catch the virus, than an unvaccinated person. That's just, you know, common sense. Not saying that, you know, it can't happen. It just is common sense. It's supposed to help you slow it down. But once again, you don't have to do it. But, you know, I mean, if you want to complain about it on Twitter all day, you can't. That's a lot of, like I said, I knew it was a lot of players that felt the same way as Cole Beasley. They just don't want the blowback and the pushback. There's a lot of NFL players that are MAGA. They just don't want the pushback. So, I understand, like I said, I understand. Beasley's an extreme case because I think he may be like a full conspiracy theorist like MAGA all the way through and through. He may have like a Confederate flag in his garage. But alas, like I said, it's just a vaccine is not a cure. There's going to be side effects. You know, these guys shoot up. You know, they almost killed old boy. From the Chargers, the quarterback, Dayton Dreher now, they almost killed him shooting him, shooting something up in his lungs. Almost died. So NFL players are not like immune to taking weird stuff. They take all type of weird steroids and supplements, sh- shit they get from China and all this stuff. So uh, they need to get a little bit off their high horse, you know, with that. The thing is, it's just like, 
it's just, you know, one, I would say, really strong thing about MAGA and, and all of that stuff is they just don't like to be told what to do, right? And so it's really a white person thing. You know, they know, like, they know it's good for them, they're told what to do. White people love telling people what they should do, but they hate being told what to do. You notice that? A white person will always give you their two cents on what you should be doing, how you should be protesting, how you should be talking about racism, how you should feel about certain things. But if you like, uh, hey, uh, man, uh, you mind you know, wearing a mask so we don't all die, they flip out and you'll be rolling around on the floor at a damn long giant silver. This country's a terrible country. It's a, ter- it's a terrible country. It's, it's just true. I hate to break it to you, you know, I, you know, God bless America. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying we're the worst country in the world. I'm not saying we're not the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're not the worst. I mean, there, there's definitely places that are, are worse. But there's no, we're not even close to being the best. I mentioned this on Twitter last night. You guys watch Loki? You watch Loki on Disney Plus? I may do some some spoilers. So if you if you haven't uh, watched Loki, you may you may just want to stop right now. Just go to the end. <laughs> Let's, this is gonna take like maybe ten minutes, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about Richard Sherman. But if you haven't seen Loki. Or, you know, you're not caught up on your MCU. You just want to kind of just fast forward uh, a little bit. Well, I was talking about Kanye West and the whole premise of time. Once again, this is educational. So, I hope you, you guys said, listen, you guys are pretty bright. Yeah, I'm not counting you in with the dumb people. I'm counting you in with the people that can figure, like, this type of stuff out. So, the... We are taught that time is lineal, meaning that, you know, basically to, to, to the most easiest way to explain it is, is time is taking one foot in front of the other. It's not going backwards. It's, it's always going forward. Time is always moving. You can't go backwards. So whatever you do, the next step, the next decision, it impacts the following decision. And this goes in a, in a linear way. There's a theory, and this theory was, you know, kind of, and this theory's been out there for a while. It's not just a comic book theory. Uh, that actually time is a flat circle, meaning that everything that's happening is kind of already predetermined, and, you, and it's happening at the same time, and you're just going around and around and around. It's one of those things where people talk about like the dinosaurs and they say, well, where were the humans? You know, when the dinosaurs were around, you know, we, we know the dinosaurs was there. Where were the humans? When did the humans come? And, you know, if you believe in the flat circle theory is that everything is happening in the moment, right? <laughs> so whatever happened to the dinosaurs and the humans are going to happen again. It's just going to keep going around in a circle in a circle. That's the way he who remains, a.k.a. Kang the Conqueror, uh, explains things in the MCU. 
is that everything that's happening is happening at the same time and it's kind of predestined so we can see it before it happens. But because of that, things that happen are going to repeat itself. In this case, the timeline, which is a flat circle, starts branching off into linear timelines, meaning their own timeline. So all of a sudden you start losing the predetermination of things because the timeline has been broken. And then at some point, someone puts the timeline back together and you're back in, in the circle. But this supposedly happens all the time, which in turn means that, you know, it's, it's predestined, so to speak. Uh, I say that in speaking about Kanye West is because Kanye's life is kind of like a flat circle. If you really think about it, you know, it, 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 it's Kanye West and, and Chris Middleton are kind of like a flat circle. Like things are kind of seems that they're already predestined to happen in this same pattern over and over again. You know, Kanye blows up, does something crazy, gets canceled, and then blows up again. You know what I mean? And it's like a repeated thing, and it's been repeating throughout his life. Blows up, does some crazy stuff, gets canceled, blows up again. Does some crazy stuff, get can't. It's just it's a flat circle. Now I always try to tell people that people don't get canceled unless whatever they're doing is like, if they're talented, I should say, unless whatever they did is super, super criminal. And even then, it sometimes it takes a while. You know, it took it took them a while to actually get R. Kelly, even though everybody knew what R. Kelly was doing. But he's uber talented, so he never really was canceled. It took like some time. Bill Cosby took some time. And even then, you know, there are people that are still outside of R. Kelly when he's in jail supporting him. Obviously, there are still people that support uh, Bill Cosby. So you're never really truly canceled if you if you're talented. There's always a circle. You always go back around. If you just hang around, you just go back around. That's kind of what Kanye is. So I, I never thought Kanye was canceled. I think he just got to go back around. Now, granted, he'd get back in everybody's good graces and everything, and then he'd do something else, and the whole thing would repeat itself again. It's a flat circle. Something to think about. I mean, what if everything is happening at the same time? What if everything that, that we're doing is already predestined? It's kind of messed up because some people look like they're predestined to do better than others, right? Or, or are we creating our own timeline, you know, within a more linear way that we're, you know, free will, as they say. Do we truly have free will or is things kind of pushed or, or is there something that's guiding us to our pre, you know, destined point? It can get a little deep. Probably too deep for Cole Beasley. <laughs> but it's something to think about. Yeah, I just don't, you, you know, celebrities don't get canceled. Like I said, unless they're doing something. Like like being MAGA and and, and wearing a red hat and going to Wyoming. It, that, that never was going to be enough. 
as long as he, as long as he could put little baby on the song, I'm surprised in that dub baby too. Get Jay Z back. It's it. People are always people. Listen, let me tell you something about people, especially on social media. Uh, people say that the stuff that they say that they hate, the people that they say that they hate, that's the ones that they really support the most. I hate him. I keep canceled. Be the first ones in line. I had to learn that a long time ago. People say they hate a lot of stuff. They really do. They say they hate a lot of stuff, but that stuff seems to be free. Like I said, Kanye made more money after he turned back. He got better deals. He got he got big corporate uh, sponsor. You know, big corporate uh, sponsor. I do more break, you know, breakdowns. Like normally, you know, I I do a little something on the site. Like you know, I did Space Jam. It, you know, people critics or that's I mean that's what it, you know the whole word is critics. It's not praisers. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a you know you're not a praiser, you're a critic. So it's kind of your job to be, you know. To be, and I, I don't say critical, but you get more attention when you say bad things about stuff. I think people just don't like LeBron. And Space Jam was perfectly fine. It was perfect. I mean, it was fine. I mean, the first Space Jam is not great. And the critics didn't like that either. If you really go back and look at it, it's just social media now. Most things that critics don't like, most people like. I mean, it's fine. Stay a little long. And it, you know, LeBron and his emotional, he needs to work on the emotional. He got the comedy down. He just got to work on the more emotional uh, aspects of things. But it's fine. It's a, it's a kid's movie. It has a, you know, has a, a rapping duck and Bugs Bunny in it. I mean, come on. Some things I don't even think should be reviewed. What's the point of reviewing a movie like that? It's like, remo- re- you know, reviewing a, a Fast and Furious movie. Like, if you're taking it that seriously <laughs> yeah you know it is what it is now I didn't think that was the greatest Fast and Furious movie like F9 but I mean that's what I mean that's what people want like it's it's probably jumped the shark and yeah you know they should die 150 times but you know you know what I think they should lean into that part where Tyrese says they made invincible they're superheroes so lean into that more yeah and before I get out of here, uh, just talk about Richard Sherman for a little bit. He, he probably wasn't murdered because he's famous. Let, let's just be honest. We, we got to be honest. If he wasn't Richard Sherman and he was talking all that, you know, suicide by cop and all of that, so he'd probably be dead. So celebrity does have its perks. Um I don't know if he's had mental health issues or he's just having issues with his wife and his, his in-laws. Uh, but whatever the case, the, the point that I want to make here is not so much to go into the to the case because, you mean, you, you read it all. Uh, the point that I'm, I always try to make with you guys, and this, this, this applies to celebrities, athletes, your next-door neighbor. Like, hell, my next-door neighbor, I thought everything was good. 
Um, he he's married. He was married. Had a little girl. She's like four. Say like the nicest people in the world. And the wife had left him. I didn't even know. One day I looked up moving trucks. I was like, I noticed I haven't seen the man's wife in a while. Or the kid. That's when you know U-Haul was here. So the the most important thing that that you need to remember is this. You just don't know what's going on in people's lives. You don't know who people really are. To be honest with you. You don't. You don't know who they are. Behind the scenes. You don't. And that goes for celebrities, athletes, anybody. You don't know what people are going through. You don't know what type of person they really are. You can, you know, sometimes assume that they're nice people. You can assume that they're good people. You want, I guess you want to assume that most people are good people, but you don't know. Like, think about your, your thoughts about Deshaun Watson before all the massage ladies. And I'm not saying he did everything that they said he did, but he admitted to some stuff. <laughs> you know, he admitted that, you know, he went in for a massage, and next thing you know, you know, relations was happening. Or that he, you know, he likes his anus to be rubbed. Like, just, <laughs> there's just certain things that you probably would have never known if it just didn't come to light. So, always remember, you don't know what someone is going through. It doesn't matter how much money they have, how smart they are, how put together they seem to be. Uh, behind the scenes, always could be a lot, you know, going on. And it's interesting, especially with athletes, because, you know, they have to perform in a high-pressure, high-level uh, job that everybody's watching. You know, at least with a movie, you know, there's takes. You have takes with a movie. You have takes with a movie. And, you know, sports are live. It's happening in real time. And, and everybody's ready to throw shots. So just try to keep that in mind. You guys have a nice weekend. I appreciate you listening. I'm out. I appreciate you listening. Please follow me on Twitter at BSO, Facebook, Black Sports Online, Instagram, and YouTube, B-S-O-T-V. Big shout out to ABF Creative for helping put this podcast together. I'm out.